Since relaunching Jewelry Navigator podcast just a couple of weeks ago, I've had some time to go through my archives and find material that really relates to the theme that I'm using for all of 2023, and that's trends and traditions. And today I'm going to be sharing with you a really interesting story from an interview I did with a gentleman named Wayman Cox, creator of Diamonds State Park in Arkansas. And diamonds continue to be, and will always be, I believe, a traditional trend. No matter what kind of jewelry you wear or you look, you're looking for, diamonds are still really an exceptional stone to wear for a lot of different reasons. And I'll get into that in future episodes. But today's visit is really intriguing because I wanted to share it with you in time for spring break. And for kinds of, you know, before summer travel, where if you're crossing that side of the country, going past Arkansas, it's right outside of Murfreesboro, Arkansas. And it actually used to be a volcano. It's now an eroded volcanic crater. And you can still find diamonds in the region, in the area. And it's open to the public and you can go and find your own diamonds. In fact, some very famous and large diamonds have been discovered there, one of which is named the Uncle Sam and it's over 40 carats. So before I get to sharing my visit with Wayman Cox, uh, at the time he's, he was an interpreter, which is exactly what it sounds like. People would take stones to him and say, Hey, is this a diamond? What is it? And he'd be able to tell them right away if he, if they'd found a diamond, he's since been promoted to assistant superintendent. So before I share my visit with him, I wanted to tell you that I'm starting something really kind of fun, experimental over this weekend. It's going to be called carrots and coffee with jewelry navigator. And it's where I'll take questions and Um, I'll answer some questions that people have sent in to me and provide some quick, helpful tips on, in this case, I think I'm going to be focusing on spring cleaning. So if you need some really easy tips on how to distinguish what's in your jewelry box, I I call it uh, what to know before you throw. And I want you to make sure you're not throwing away anything valuable like broken chains that are 14 karat yellow gold. And believe me, that's happened quite a bit. And I have some other stories that I'll share. And also, have you ever wondered where the word carrot came from for jewelry? Um, There's a couple different reasons or a couple different meanings for the word carrot. One is spelled with a C and one is spelled with a K. So I'm going to be sharing some fun fact tips on these little quick episodes on the weekends. I'm going to be testing it out. I'm definitely doing one Saturday morning at 8.30. Email me, brenna at jewelrynavigator.com, and I will send you the link. I'll also be posting the link in my Facebook group, Jewelry Navigator, as well as on my Instagram feed at Jewelry Navigator. So without further ado, here is my visit with Wayman Cox, who at the time was interpreter at Crater of Diamonds State Park. I hope you enjoy the story. It was fascinating. And in fact, I do have a video portion of it. I don't think he shares anything. I don't remember. Anyway, I'll, um, I'll make sure that I post a link to that as well. 
So thanks so much for joining me today. And as always, welcome aboard, Chivalry Navigator. Hi there. Uh, good to meet you. It's good to meet you too. Thank you very much for taking time out of your super busy schedule. Um, how are the spring breakers doing? Are you really busy? We've been pretty busy. Um, you know, last month was was extremely busy, and we're still getting a few states that are on spring break. Right, right. Uh, you know, even Colorado and Georgia and Louisiana. So there, there's still a lot of folks out here. That's great. I think it's so interesting and fascinating. And um, my background is purely gemology. After I got my degree in geology, I went ahead and went to GIA and went into gems and jewelry. And I remember learning about you know, the only diamond mine in the United States that is still producing or they're still finding is um, Crater of Diamonds. So um, tell us a little bit about the geologic history and why it's so, um, it's such a prime area to find diamonds and why there's a, a diamond mine in the middle of the United States. <laughs> well, well, um, the, the geologic history of this particular area goes back about 100 million years. Um, that's when geologists say that the first eruption occurred here um, at this site. And you know, they, they speculated the area might have contained diamonds as, as early as the 1880s uh, after they discovered diamonds in Kimberley and, and found that diamonds occurred with a volcanic source. Uh, but they actually didn't find the first diamonds here until 1906. Uh, that was when the, the local farmer, John Huddleston, uh, reportedly found the first two diamonds on his farmland. Mm -hmm. um, after that, there was, of course, a boom of speculation in the area. People come from all over the country to uh, to search for diamonds and try to strike it rich. Uh, you know, most of them didn't, but but there were a lot of folks that that kind of combed the countryside looking for diamonds. Um, that's and and they found again seven other deposits besides the one uh, that John Huddleston's land was settled on. Um, and eventually, you know, that the Arkansas Geological Survey, uh, you know, came out and examined this area and, and uh, created a geological map of uh, southwest Arkansas, the Murfreesboro area, to show those different deposits. Um, the one here at the park is the largest uh, by far. It's the, it's the one that's produced historically the most diamonds, mm -hmm. uh, the largest diamonds. Um, the entire crater here was over 80 acres uh, wide, uh, 80 acres in diameter. And so uh, quite a large area. Uh, in fact, at the time that John Huddleston uh, had found diamonds, it was, it was the first time outside of South Africa that diamonds had been found in organic source. Up until you know, probably more recently, it was one of the top largest in surface area in the world for diamond producing sites okay. uh, as far as surface area. Um, you know, but, but in fact, the, even though the entire crater is 81 acres, only about 37 and a half of those acres are uh, proven to be diamond bearing. Uh, the rest of it is, is volcanic, but is a different type of material. And so uh, the, the search area that you see kind of in my background is the part that has historically produced diamonds that uh, 
again, geologists have tested and, and they know to be the type of soil to contain diamonds. And that's why we, you know, pretty much maintain that particular area for people to search in because it is, you know, focused as the most historically productive site. Okay. Has it ever, because it's a, a state park, is it, um, it's public. It's not necessarily, it hasn't been mined for commercial purposes. Is that right? It was, uh, there were several attempts made uh, starting in 1906 with John Huddleston uh, for about 40 years to commercially mine. Uh, mm -hmm. There were many uh, you know, attempts at it. Uh, most of them failed due to varying reasons. Uh, you know, lack of knowledge, uh, you know, the people that came in maybe were, you know, uh, ha had big thoughts, but they really didn't have a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. uh, theft was possibility in some of them that the people, you know, the workers were just stealing the diamonds off the table and and uh, leaving the companies kind of in the hole. Uh, you know, one, one of the most successful mining companies, mining attempts, um, had a three-month test period in which they recovered more than a thousand diamonds. Uh, but all of the, their plants burned down mysteriously one night mm -hmm. in uh, January. Uh, of, uh, I believe it was 1920. Mm -hmm. And so um, they never financially recovered because of that. So there's there's a lot of different reasons that the commercial uh, opportunities and, and, and plans failed, um, but it was attempted for about four decades. Okay. All right. Interesting. I love that it is so unique um, compared to all other diamond mines across in, in the world that people can just show up and look for diamonds. So what are some of the exciting finds? Um, I know Uncle Sam Diamond is probably one of the most famous diamonds found or uh, discovered there. What are right. some of the other larger ones that were complete surprises and really exciting? Well, uh, in 1975, the largest diamond that has been found here since we've been a state park was discovered. Uh, it was a retired custodian from uh, Amarillo, Texas, uh, that came out. He was here here in August, uh, just a few days after it had been a big rainstorm. Um, he was sitting about 30 feet away under a shade tree and looked out and said he saw something glittering on the ground. Uh, so he walked over and picked it up. He took it up to the park visitor center and, and showed it to the staff there and was shocked to find out that it was actually a 16 karat diamond. Oh um, that he had found right on top of the ground. So uh, a lot of our bigger diamonds tend to have stories similar to that, people finding them right on the surface. And, um, you know, the, the largest diamond I've ever seen um, it was a nine carat that was found last Labor Day. Uh, a gentleman came here with, uh, you know, two or three friends to, to search. And uh, they were, he was just walking down the south, south end of the search area picking up anything that looked shiny and and didn't really think much about it or anything and and uh, one of his friends had her rocks and minerals identified which is a service that we provide here at, at the park with our staff mm -hmm. and uh, so he decided he'd have his things looked at and so he poured his bag out there on the table and and uh, ended up having found a nine carat diamond which is the uh, second largest in the park's history so 
that was that was pretty pretty exciting. It was nine carat brown diamond. Sure, that's really exciting. You said that you have uh, right there on the park. There are services to help identify help folks identify other minerals. What other minerals can people find there? Um, several silicate-based minerals. We have jasper, uh, which comes in all different colors, all different sizes here. We have banded agate, which is really beautiful. A lot of people like to uh, collect that because it has you know really neat layers of quartz in it in different colors. Right. Um, we have amethyst. Amethyst is a favorite. Uh, okay. A lot of people like to find. And unlike diamonds, you can find amethyst in veins, of course. Uh, so we'll, we'll send them down to Canary Hill, which is one area that's known to contain uh, veins of amethyst amethyst in it. Uh, a lot of people like to collect that. Um, garnets, of course, which is one of the indicator minerals. Most of them are very tiny, but we do have a few people that, that find little red garnets here and there. Um, so, and, and of course, the volcanic rock itself uh, you know, is, is a favorite for many people to find just because you can't collect it in most other diamond mines. There's one place that you can actually come and, and find diamonds in the volcanic host and also pick up and take home the very rocks that erupted here to the surface that carried them up. That's really cool. I, I'll have to go on your website and see, are, are there some uh, galleries that we can visit and see images of the host rock and the rocks that you're talking about, the volcanic rocks? Uh, there are online sources that, that have pictures and things. Um, our website, uh, craterofdiamondstatepark.com, has pictures of diamonds and some of the different rocks and minerals that are found here, as well as news articles about some of our largest finds and other uh, things going on at the park. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Crater of Diamond State Park that people can follow to kind of find out, you know, when some of our latest finds are and, and uh find out like when the search area is plowed and, and just, you know, more uh, up-to-date news. Like if you're wanting, you know, kind of the latest news from the park, that's a good way to keep up with it as well. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, now do most people, when they find diamonds, do they have it? Do you have um, resources or can you recommend somebody to take these, um, these rough diamonds to and have them faceted for them, have them cut? Most of the, uh, the folks who have found larger diamonds, um, you know, we tell them the people will find you <laughs> because so many people oh. hear about the diamond finds. Uh, we recommend, you know, we recommend they go to, because uh, most people aren't from this area. And so we recommend they go to like a reputable, uh, reliable gemologist, someone near their home. Uh, and usually they have, of course, gem cutters that they work with. But uh, I know we've had a lot of people, you know, use like, uh, you know, gem uh, cutters in Texas, uh, I think South okay. Dakota, New York, and different different states that are, you know, uh, familiar with our diamonds who have cut them before. Okay. All right. Well, this has been so fun to visit with you. Thank you so much for taking time with me. How do people um, get to Crater of Diamonds? What's the easiest airport to fly into if we're coming from out of state? Common uh, airport that, that people will use to come in. And we're just, we're located two hours uh, southwest of Little Rock on, okay. on Highway. Uh, well, sorry. Interstate 30, yeah, Interstate 30, and then you'll exit off at Arkadelphia, and we're just 45 minutes from there. Oh, that's cool. Um, you cut out a little bit when you said which airport. Did you say Little Rock Airport? Yes, Little Rock Airport, Clinton uh, National Airport, okay. um, and that, that's the place where most people will fly in at. 
Great. Well, thank you so much for taking time with me. I really appreciate it. And um, this is Wayman Cox. He is, um, what's your what's your job title? What do you do at Crater of Diamonds? I'm the park interpreter. I teach uh, how to search for diamonds and other educational opportunities. Oh, great. So you're the guy to see. All right. Well, we'll definitely come see you. Yeah. And <laughs> anybody who's close by, it sounds like a wonderful, um, wonderful visit, a great time. Thank you so much for taking time with us. Have a great day, Wayman. Thank you so much. Wasn't that just so exciting to learn about? I can't wait to go. I've always wanted to go. I'll definitely keep you posted when I do. And if you've been before, please reach out and share share with me. I'd love to know what you found, and especially if you found any diamonds. But I loved sharing that visit with Wayman Cox. It was so informative. And it's such a, a treasure, a national treasure, one of many of our national parks that are just so fascinating and exciting to visit. I really hope you enjoyed hearing all about that history, uh, the geologic history, as well as the um, the history of the of the park and the diamond mines and why things didn't happen the way they didn't, with which they normally do for commercial mines. And it left it in the hands of the public, which is really something to treasure. I know I mentioned at the beginning uh, something special that I'm doing starting this weekend. And you can um, have a link for you that'll make it a lot easier rather than emailing me. Carrots and Coffee live stream. Join me Saturdays, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's going to be jewelry news and different updates. It's going to be quick and fast and fun. And you can find that at jewelrynavigator.podbean.com. That's the website for my home site where I record and publish all the podcasts, uh, Podbean. And at the very front of the page, you'll find a quick description with a link that will take you directly to that live stream link. And I will... Hopefully see you there Saturday morning at 8.30. I do have some really exciting guests coming up. If you want to hear more about it, tune in Saturday. And I will be publishing Carrots and Coffee live streams as actual podcasts. So you can look forward to hearing about what we talked about on Saturdays on upcoming podcasts. So until then, talk to you later. Bye-bye.